Welcome to Speaking of Sex with the Pleasure Mechanics. I'm Chris. I'm Charlotte. We are the Pleasure Mechanics, and on this podcast, we have honest, explicit, soulful conversations about sex, pleasure, joy, and human connection. Come on over to PleasureMechanics.com, where you will find all of the resources we have been generating for you since 2006. This is the final episode of 2021. So it's the last time I'll say happy 15th anniversary to you, darling. Thank you. We are completing 15 years in our pleasure mechanics uniforms. We've been devoted exclusively to generating resources so you can explore how to experience more pleasure, more joy, and more intimacy, more connection with the people you love and with the world itself. You'll find all that we have to offer at PleasureMechanics.com. Over 400 podcast episodes organized for you by topic in our index. And if you are new to the show, go to PleasureMechanics.com slash free and enroll in our free online course so we can get you started with our foundational resources right away. You can also explore our eight online courses that offer you stroke by stroke video guidance, audio guides, interactive worksheets around everything from full body massage to mindful sex to kinky sex and so much more. You'll find it all at pleasuremechanics.com. We're so proud and honored to have done this work with you all for 15 years Some of you listeners have been with us really since quite the beginning, um, and we have gone on quite a journey together, and every episode there are new listeners joining our community, so welcome folks who are new, thank you to folks who have supported us and been with us along the way, and if you want to share your story or ask a question, you can also come over to pleasuremechanics.com slash hello and share your voice or your questions with us. All right, we are going to round out our 15th year with a real classic of a topic. And it's like such a wholesome classic recipe in our cookbooks um, that it's kind of filling my heart with joy right now. Um, And it's a question we get asked in different versions from a lot of you um, who at the core of this question is how do I wake up my body to more sensation? Um, I got a question from a pleasure pod member the other day that was like, you know, I really love your approach to full body touch, but why don't you talk more about the erogenous zones? So what are erogenous zones? Is that a thing or is that a myth? What are the erogenous zones? Are they the same for all of us? And is this a useful framework to explore what I think is the heart of the question from so many of you? is like, how do we actually wake up our bodies to experience more pleasure in more places and really expand our capacity to feel pleasure? Mm. One of the things that's so extraordinary about the body is it's really capable of so much change and flexibility and adaptability. And with that, it really can open to experiencing more pleasure practically and so we want to really present that, that. Process. yeah, mm-hmm. and have us know that we can find our own pathways to experiencing more pleasure mm-hmm. specifically. Mm-hmm. Um, so erogenous, the word itself, like eros genus, right? It means giving rise to the erotic. Mm. 
um, erogenous. And one of the things that bothered me always about this word and the term and the articles in Cosmo as I was growing up, the standard advice is it isolates parts of the body that are very sensitive to sensual touch, say, and then it suggests things like, you know, tickle and nibble and kiss and lick these areas. Or, you know, if you want to get really kinky, use a feather. And this is supposed to be what feels good and gives rise to the erotic. And that formula didn't work for me mm-hmm. as a trauma kid, as, you know, just in my specific body with my specific preferences, I would read these articles, try them, and it would make me want to crawl out of my skin. So I want to really approach this differently and think about this word erogenous as a friend to us, right? Like or eros genus, like we want all that we do to give rise to the erotic. May we live erogenous lives. Um, but within the body, right, our body is a galaxy of nerve endings. Our nervous systems are one of the true miracles of this world. And our bodies are constantly receiving information, gathering sensory information from the outside world, processing sensory information from the inside world, um, and then processing that information in our brains, interpreting that information, and then feeling feelings about the information. And how do we account for all of that when we talk about erogenous zones and how to stimulate them? So this is the pleasure mechanics approach to it, (laughs) folks, right? Is we consider the entire human body a potential erogenous zone. We look at the way the human body is designed. We identify certain qualities of it, right? Like the inner wrists, the neck, the nipples. They have different qualities to them than the lower back or the inner thigh, right? And when we map the body and we start learning how our nerves work and what they respond to, we can then explore our own erogenous zones and that of our partners with so much more freedom and potential and know that like, oh, deep pressure into my butt feels really, really good. Like a deep massage into your gluteals because that's the pressure and the stimulation your brain needs to say, oh, yes, that feels good. Mm. So we're encouraging us to look at our whole bodies as an erogenous zone and then to specifically be exploring different areas with a huge range of sensations so that we can explore what turns us on specifically through exploration and see what we discover. Right. Because this is the thing. There's the kind of human body map. Right. And we can like look at the anatomy books. And I've spent hours and hours like anatomy gazing And we learn, for example, there are different kinds of nerve endings. There are nerve endings that are exquisitely sensitive to tiny changes of stimulation, such as those on our fingertips, which is why we can read Braille and pick up those tiny changes in texture. There are nerve receptors that are responsive to pressure, which is why it feels good to have something inside of us and stimulate those pressure receptors as we were just recently talking about on a penetration episode. There are nerve receptors that are sensitive to heat. And how these nerve receptors fire, so nerve receptors gather information, stimulation, and when they reach a certain threshold, they fire, meaning there's a chemical reaction within the nerve, and it sends an electrical signal 
up the nerve, towards the spine, up the spine, to the brain, where it is interpreted and then made meaning of. So when your partner is dragging their fingertips along your neck, down towards your breasts and nipples, that whole time your nerve endings are receiving that touch. It's traveling up your spine, tickling your brain, and that's where the meaning making happens. So whether that touch is interpreted for you in this specific moment as pleasurable or not is up to your brain's interpretation. And this is so freeing because we teach a ton of techniques, right? Our courses are full of erotic touch techniques that are our best offering to you after our thousands of hours of studying massage and erotic touch and erotic massage and sexological body work, right? We have distilled all of that down into strokes and techniques and strategies saying, here, this might feel good. And you offer it with your best presence and attention but whether or not that stroke feels good to your partner at any one moment is a really subjective experience. So that's really freeing, actually, because it means there's no right or wrong way. We just get to explore. Whew, okay. <laughs> um, because for a lot of us, what I want to get to there is for a lot of us, our body is not a playground of delightful sensation, especially in this world of trauma of hyperactivity, of busyness, of stress, of responding to things like global pandemics for two years in a row, our bodies are not tuned into pleasure. And so when we do things like stimulate the breasts or kiss one another's necks, they don't respond with a sigh of yes all the time. Sometimes we find parts of our body to be numb. Sometimes we find parts of our bodies to be hyper reactive and kind of bristly and thorny and push things away. And like, there's a no there. Sometimes we find parts of our bodies to kind of be like a, mm, that feels good, but kind of vague sensation. And it's hard to tune into. And so we need to practice this. We need to learn how to awaken, how to enliven our erogenous zones, one zone at a time. Mm. And let's remember that if you have any of those experiences that you are not alone and that is completely normal and any way that your body is responding is just your body responding to its context. And there's so much more possibility and places and ways to explore to find more pleasure at your own pace in your own way. And, and context here, meaning, right, context is the current moment, your room, the day you had, the political experience of the moment. But then it's also the context of your memories, how your brain interprets that kind of touch, um, if there are any triggers or glimmers in the room, right? And there will be links in the show notes to a lot of this, to further conversations about these ideas, because it's really important to remember, like, the touch is the touch, the stroke is the stroke, but the context internally and externally really matters to the experience of how pleasurable it is. Yeah, because we actually cannot experience touch as physical touch alone. It's always interpreted through the brain through emotion, which is fascinating. So we really do need to give ourselves grace that context and emotion and meaning is always paired with touch, always and forever, and to work with that. 
Okay. So we want to get into like, how do we wake up our erogenous zones? Like with all of that background and encouragement and us saying like, this is possible for all of us, but there's a reason it feels hard. Mm -hmm. What I want to encourage us all to do is focus on one area at a time. Because that's much less overwhelming than saying, let's just wake up our whole body to pleasure. So pick an area that over the next few weeks, months, we are going to re-eroticize. We're going to explore, we're going to engage, we're going to feel into this sensation there and wake it up into our pleasure system. So some areas that are prime for this, you could choose any area of your human body. Um, That's totally up to you. Areas like the neck, the chest and nipples, the hands and wrists, um, maybe even the feet, or perhaps your genitals you want to explore through this lens. Um, Pick an area that's kind of maybe yearning for some attention, or one you've just been curious about, one that feels numbed out maybe. Um, Where you start is up to you, but pick an area, focus, because that focus of attention will give you something to pay attention to um, and give you a lot of information. And I love that this can be solo or partnered. I love that this is an entire experience that we can offer ourselves um, over time. And there's so much uh, space in that for us to play. So once we've picked an area, once we've focused, we're then going to explore and engage. And what we want to do is we want to layer in new kinds of stimulation and focused attention on this area of our body layered into the pleasures we already know and have. And so I'm going to try to go for two examples here, kind of one more explicit and one less explicit. So let's do like the hands and wrist and then chest and nipples. Yeah. So for hands and wrist for this, you might be doing object exploration. That's a pleasure practice in our pleasure practices library, Um, meaning you're going to sit and in a comfortable chair, with a nice cup of tea you already like, right? That context is pleasurable. You're going to explore different texture objects with your hands and give them new kinds of stimulation while gently paying attention to what feels good. What textures do you like? How do the different temperatures feel? What is evoked for you as you give yourself this new kind of stimulation? Meanwhile, if you are exploring your chest and your nipples, while you are masturbating, so on top of pleasures you already know and like and trust, we're going to add new kinds of stimulation, different kinds of sensory stimulation, meaning we're going to use lots of different techniques to wake up the nerve endings. And we're going to explore that a little bit more. But I also want to shout out different kinds of psychogenic stimulation. So psychogenic stimulation, meaning turning ourselves on with our minds So what would happen, for example, as you are masturbating, you're stimulating your chest and nipples in new ways, with new kinds of sensations. And meanwhile, you're listening to audio erotica that's describing a partner kissing you and licking your nipples and sucking your nipples and how hot that is for them. Right? And that layer of stimulation will light that touch up a little bit more. It gives it another layer of neurological stimulation and another layer of context, right? So if the emotional context is a lover coming at you with a hungry mouth, and then you're feeling your own fingers pinch down on your nipple, 
that could be a lot more arousing than just lying in bed pinching your own nipples. Do you know what I mean? And so for this, we love tools like audio erotica. And that's why we partnered with our friends at Dipsy Stories to bring you access to this incredible tool for psychogenic stimulation. Dipsy Stories is a library, a treasure chest of audio erotica, ranging from hot, explicit stories, first-person narratives where a lover comes at you with a hungry voice, to dreamy, erotic soundscapes to lull you to sleep. Dipsy will even curate a personalized playlist for you after you go through a few quick questions to share your desires. There are hundreds of stories to choose from, and they release new content every week, so there's always more to explore. For listeners of the show, Dipsy is offering an extended 30-day free trial when you go to dipsystories.com pleasure. That's 30 days full access for free when you go to dipsystories.com. That's D-I-P-S-E-A stories.com slash pleasure. Big thanks to Dipsy for sponsoring this episode. Go to dipsystories.com slash pleasure and explore this powerful tool for psychogenic stimulation. So audio erotica, dirty talk with your partner is another way to kind of layer in that stimulation, right? Something like breast touch. How does that feel different when a partner is growling in your ear with dirty talk? Um, Do you want that breast touch to be sweet and tender or more kind of like rough and bestial, right? And so when we say that that's like a mood and an energy, but it's also a kind of stimulation, And I think one of the things that limits us when we explore our, quote, erogenous zones is we do that feather thing. We think, oh, we must want to like tickle this with a feather or run a light satin, you know, silky scarf over this body part. And that's what will feel good. But that's only stimulating one kind of nerve endings in one kind of way. So we want to explore a whole different range of sensation from that light feathery touch to deep penetrating massage, scratching, silky sensations, soft sensations, warm sensations, cold sensations. Um, There are so many different kinds of sensations. I'm thinking right now of our 50 sensations video that's part of the kinky sex course, where we made this kind of ode to sensations and this video montage using all of these different beautiful tools And as we talk about sensations and layering sensations and exploring the range of sensations, right, we love the human hand as a primary giver of pleasure. Our hands are designed to touch for pleasure from the deep strokes of massage to scratching and spanking of kink to just deeply holding one another in love and reverence. Our hands can offer one another so and ourselves so much sensation. And as humans, we are ingenious and have tools and toys. We have tools and toys to go beyond where our hands can go in all of these arenas in life. And so too in our sex lives and in stimulating our skin. We have chests upon chests of sex toys and tools in our home 
And we really encourage you as an aficionado of pleasure, like you're here on this podcast, start saying yes to building a curated collection of pleasure tools that your body says yes to. As you notice you really like scratching, you can start exploring toys designed to give you sharp, scratchy sensations. I've been collecting those recently from everywhere, from the sex toy stores to the barbecue aisle of the hardware department, honestly. Um, There are so many ways to stimulate our bodies, but there are certain tools that are designed especially for erotic stimulation. Sex toys are a wonderful category to explore, and you'll have your mind opened up and perhaps inspired to try new kinds of stimulation you've never tried before. And to build a collection, we love services like our sponsor for this episode, likeakitten.com. At likeakitten.com, you can curate your own box of beautiful pleasure tools and objects that support you in exploring new sensations and playfully approaching sex with more curiosity. The Build Your Own box guides you through a curated selection so you can choose one from each category, a pleasure tool, a lube, an accessory, a piece of lingerie or a robe even. We love the build your own boxes because they give you choice within a curated selection. So you know you're gonna get a high quality tool and you get to choose your own style or gift your lover a custom curated box with their pleasure in mind. And there's a particular romance to that. I picked this out for you. Go to likeakitten.com slash pleasure for 20% off and free shipping of the box of your choice. That's likeakitten.com slash pleasure for 20% off and free shipping. Have fun curating your own selection of pleasure tools and toys at likeakitten.com slash pleasure. And big thanks to Like a Kitten for their support of this podcast. As you build your pleasure tools and toys collection, we really want to encourage you to get off script with those toys, use things like vibrators on different parts of your body, right? A simple bullet vibrator can be used almost anywhere on the body to explore how does this patch of skin respond to this buzzy vibration sensation. And that kind of how does this part of the body respond to this kind of sensation right now is a very open-ended question that you can explore solo or with your partner. And it brings that sense of playfulness back to touch. We're just going to explore. I'll link in the show notes to an episode that we called uh, Pleasure Lab or Sex Lab, I think, that was all about how to create these little micro containers of exploration where we're just asking a question, where on your body do you like this vibration while I stimulate your clit, right? So like I have that baseline arousal and then we're going to add this and I'm going to notice where it lights you up. There's so many ways to explore this. And as we do, we remember, right? Remember is coming back into the body. We remember our entire system as an erogenous zone as a place that gives rise to the erotic. Erotic here being defined as Audre Lorde's feelings deeply felt and shared. Yes, yes. (laughs) (laughs) A new view on the erogenous zones. 
I just think it's really important to remember that our whole body has pleasure to offer us. Pools of stimulation are all around us. Textures and sensations are all around us. How do we remind our skin to get hungry for that sensation? Mm. So as you explore new sensations and wake up the skin, because let's like remember we're really going to something very physical here. We're waking up the nerve endings sensitizing them through repeated exposure to both novel and repeated sensations. Mm -hmm. Okay, so there's like a formula there. So repeated exposure to both novelty and repetition is how we learn pleasure, is how we wake up our skin to be more receptive and to be able to discern, I like that, I don't like that oh, I was getting really turned on and I liked it when you were scratching me up until this point where my brain started freaking out and interpreting it as pain. So I'm going to say, oh, ease back there and you're going to notice that and then we're going to stay back in that pleasure zone, right? So we can't pretend it's all going to feel good all of the time. One of the skills here is noticing through that placement of attention, that focused intention, like I'm going to really explore my neck right now. I'm really going to go deep with my chest and my nipples for a month. And I'm going to try a bunch of different things. If at the end of that month, you have like two different sensations that you know, reliably layer onto your arousal and light you up in a new way, that's beautiful. Right? And in that information, you might know three things that you don't like for now because this is the other thing this changes and changes again and so part of the invitation here is to always have this attitude of curiosity where we can explore ranges of touch and that it's okay if something doesn't feel good Mm -hmm. right i've been making love to your body for 15 years as like a devotional practice there are still times i'm exploring your breasts and touching them i know a whole range of ways to pleasure you And there are moments I notice, ooh, that's too much for right now. I'm going to back off. And that's part of the noticing too. Okay. So we have chosen an erogenous zone. We are layering sensation. When we talk about that range of sensation, really go big on that range is what I want to encourage you. Like really explore scratchy, really explore pinchy. Or deep pressure. Deep pressure. A pinch is pressure. And so there's places pressure, you want to do compression, right? And a lot of our massage techniques are deep compression of the muscles, which feels so good to be like met at the muscles and bones of your body instead of that feathery light touch on the skin. A lot of us need that deep pressure to feel met at the core. But then pinches, scratches, a nice scratch, part of what it's doing is it's waking up the nocioreceptors, the pain receptors. And the ways these are encoded with pleasure and arousal in each of our brains is so specific to us, but we can ride that edge of like, oh, that's almost too much because that gets our attention. When you have a lover suspended in arousal and then you reach up and you start clenching down on them anywhere on the body, that could be like on an arm or on a nipple. You start like squeezing and squeezing until you have like their full attention in your hand. Oh, that's delicious. And that's a use of pressure and compression and using those pressure receptors. And that is a different way of engaging our erogenous zones 
then really beautiful, tiny feather-like kisses at the nape of the neck or at the wrists, right? These places where the skin is kind of thin, we can see our veins, we have a lot of exposure there. These places where we don't have a lot of protection, they respond well to very like delicate light stimulation, sometimes really deep, but explore light on these areas that have like thin skin, right? The earlobes, the back of the knees is a very underutilized part of the body and has a delightful name. The popliteals. <laughs> the popliteals is that back of the knee tender spot. Pin your lover down and explore that with your mouth and tongue and see what you can light up. I love that you're talking about this piece of repetition because it really allows the body to code something as pleasurable and thus desirable over time. And with that, we don't have the pressure that the first or second time has to all of a sudden immediately be pleasurable. But over time, our body can integrate this sensation and sensitize and begin to experience more pleasure and begin to crave it. Even mm-hmm. this is what I've noticed as I've kind of done this process with different parts of my body over the past few months is like after I focus on my neck for a while, my neck starts yearning for stimulation Um And recently I started wearing like kind of a satin scarf around my neck while I worked to give myself that constant light stimulation and sensitize my skin to that light touch. Um, The way our bodies can awaken and come alive and start yearning and craving is really, again, magical. I don't know another word for it, but we can do this on purpose. And this kind of repeated, on-purpose, sensory stimulation with focused attention, um, that's a really formal way of saying, like, get yourself off, explore (laughs) new sensations within that, and pay attention to your responses. Move into your yeses, pay attention to what feels like a no or a not yet, um, and notice the layering effect and how that changes the interpretation of stimulation. How do we occupy our bodies with curiosity and wonder so that we might open up to all of the sensation, all of the stimulation, all of the offerings this world has for us that we have for each other, right? Because so often a lover is showing up for us and our body cannot receive their touch because we have been desensitized right? And the flip side to this whole conversation is the ways in which we have been taught to not pay attention to our body, to not be awake to the sensory input of the world, to not feel that wind on the nape of your neck and shudder in a pleasurable response, right? And the accumulated cost of that and the disconnect of that versus the opening up our nervous systems to the joy and pleasure and wonders of this world, to feeling all of our feelings, and the depth of our feelings and the, you know, magnificent weird scope of our erotic feelings. The things that can turn us on are just endless and remarkable. And so how do we explore that with more curiosity and wonder? So we hope this process of waking up different erogenous zones of really looking at the body as one big erogenous zone ready to light the fuck up, pick an area that you're curious of, Really give it some focused, dedicated attention where you're layering new sensations, 
repeatedly over time and noticing how you respond, noticing the feelings and the sensations evoked from that stimulation, and then noticing, do you feel more awake? Do you feel more alive? Do you feel more ignited and turned on to the stimulation of the world, um, physical, emotional, and otherwise, right? Um, cause that for me is the magic formula is how do we wake ourselves the fuck up again and again, because it has to be done again and again, Charlotte and I are both after, you know, a lifetime devoted to this lifetime pleasure mechanics, waking ourselves up again. So true. And these practices are ways we can engage in this with through our own choice. Like we can choose to wake ourselves up and practice it and play with it and explore it without judgment. Mm -hmm. There is no right or wrong about what how your body is responding or not. You're just getting to know your body specifically in this moment in time. And giving your body an opportunity to learn pleasure. Yeah. Mm -hmm. What a beautiful thing to offer ourselves. And it's really at the core of everything we do. All of our online courses give you opportunities to learn pleasure together and solo through massage, through spanking, through nipple stimulation, through kink, right? All of these different ways we can explore together and then pay attention and say yes to the pleasure and joy and feel all of our feelings Oh, happy new year, y'all. Oh. <laughs> we will see you. We're going to take a few weeks off. We will see you again in 2022 for our 16th year here oh. as Pleasure Mechanics, devoted to creating resources for you to experience more pleasure, joy, and connection year round. At your own pace, on your own terms, you'll find it all at pleasuremechanics.com. I'm Chris. I'm Charlotte. We're the Pleasure Mechanics. Wishing you a lifetime of pleasure. <laughs>